Hello, Rabbi Sai. It's hard to believe we just went through a Shabbos without seeing each other, and I wanted to share with you some more thoughts. But first, I want to give over a public service a number of points. First of all, if purchasing in the store, please note that the government might be putting a limit on how many people in the store at once. And if that's so, you have to make sure to go in, do your shopping and leave. There should be no talking to people because this will make people outside have to wait longer. Second, the Kimcha de Pischa Moiz Chitim that we collect here in Passaic Clifton. It's a single united effort to supply local families for Pesach, and the need is especially great this year. So we ask that everyone should right away send in their Mois Chitim. You can get it online, foodforpesach.com, or you can send it directly in to Rab Gamliel Danziger, Passaic Clifton Passover Fund, Inc., Care of Gamliel Danziger, 203 Passaic Avenue, Passaic, New Jersey. Three, as I see it now, there'll be no public strafers chametz, and uh, so you have to be ready to throw out all your chametz and only burn a kezayis, a little bit more, what you collect from your bedikas chametz. Maybe you'll burn it in your backyard. Maybe you'll burn it in your grill. We'll talk more about it as Pesach gets closer. I'll be led to be speaking between. Uh, I'll be led, be led to be speaking on practical halacha and how to bring in Pesach, especially for those doing it for the first time on Tuesday evening on an audio. Please send in any pertinent and relevant shilas. The shul sent out an email with the email address for those shilas. And one more point that it's the responsibility of parents to please be vigilant that if there is positive corona in the house, the family members should not be in the local stores unless you have clearance from a physician. Anyway, davening at home was an experience this week. Everyone davened with their mishpachis. I heard feedback how it was. Everyone davened with coil, a very beautiful davening. Shacharit over here as well began at 8.10. Took some negotiating. I couldn't get it any earlier. And the rest of my little minion wanted a little later. But you know what? It took almost two hours. We said all of Karbanis, said the Ketoyeris, sang the Kaladin, and other parts of davening. It was a very beautiful davening. Psuki de Zimra took a while. It's really something to experience. There were no complaints that the Rav didn't speak. But now on a more serious note, please allow me to share my thoughts from Shabbos, which I think was, are very humbling. I was considering going to Shul Shabbos morning. So I'm davening B'yechidis. I might as well daven in Shul B'yechidis. My wife told me that it wouldn't look good to the people that see me. It'll seem like Kol Yeshurun has a minion against the Takana of the Rabbanim and Rosh Yeshiva Shlita. Later in the day, I was looking outside at my window, and there was no one in sight. I went onto my front porch on a Shabbos where the streets are usually teeming with Yidin of all ages. It was empty. No one, no Yidin on the streets. No humans. Except for the birds. They were enjoying flying around 
and some other animals scurrying around, and there was a dog chasing something in an enclosed backyard. That's not normal. We're the Bnei Adam. We're locked out of our world. Only the Chayis and Behemoth can use this beautiful world of Hashem. Can you imagine an executive renting out MetLife to throw a party on the field and it's going to invite thousands to participate and to partake? And he hires the best caterer to make the most exquisite and delicious food. And he tells them that when it's all prepared and set up, everyone should leave the stadium lock it and he's going to open it up and lead everyone in and everyone will partake it was all set up the smell of the food was wafting outside the towering exterior of the stadium the caterer has all of his waiters white gloves and all leave the stadium the stadium personnel lock the gates and they're all waiting for the executive to pull up and they're waiting, and he pulls up, and he exits his car, and he puts his hand in his pocket to take out the key, and he doesn't have it. It was lost. Where's the key? He can't open the gate. It's gone. He asks the stadium personnel, do they have a key? No, no key. They're all locked out. Someone goes running to the other gates of the stadium. No, locked out. They can't get in. They're holding the gates. They're trying to mend it and move it. They can't get in. After a while, they notice through the gates, they see the field. Birds are flying overhead and nosediving for the food. Squirrels and other animals squeeze under the metal gates and through the holes. After a while, the people began looking and seeing animals feasting on the food that was prepared for them. A drone is sent up and relays clear pictures of birds, animals, and insects devouring the prepared meal while the executive and his people and the caterer and his staff are screaming at the animals to get out. It's not for them. What a strange scene. But that's what we're watching. It's strange because it's not the regular, because the regular is Vaharat's no son of Nayodam. And the Rabbi Shalom has locked the gates to the stadium, to our stadium. It's our world. Baruch Hashem, he's allowing us to remain in our homes, to be fed and to sleep in comfort. Although we were thrown out of our shuls and yeshivas, but Baruch Hashem, the Rabbi Shalom is allowing us to daven and learn in our homes. The Gemara in Brachas says that Rabbi Levi asked Astira. One Pasuk says, La Hashem It's all the Rabbi Nishalaylams. The world and everything that fills up the world is Hashem's. Yet it says, A Pasuk that we're going to meet Hashem say on Pesach and the Hallel, hopefully in a shul. So it's Astira. Is it La Hashem or is it for It's for the people. Answers the Gemara Kan Kan If one did not make a bracha, he has no right to partake of the world. Then it's Lahashem Ha'aretzumalaya. But if one makes a bracha, he may then partake of this most wonderful world. Putting aside the lumdis, 
The Rambam in Hilchus Brachas says that the Chachamim were mistaken in different Brachas. Shvach, Hoido, Bakosho. In order to remember as Haboyre Tomid, says the Rambam, to constantly remember that Hashem is the Boyre Yolam and to fear Him. That's what Brachas are for. We must be macabre on some level to improve our saying of Brachas, to show recognition that there's nothing that we take for granted. There's nothing that we benefit from on this world that isn't from Hashem. When we perfect that, we can be zoich again to v'ha'aretz nosan l'vnei adam. That's what the Gemara says. Say brachas slowly. Understand the meaning of the brachas we say. Say them loud and clear. The Torah brings in Simon Memvav that there was a magefa and Dovin HaMelech was masakin that every year should say a hundred brachas every day. Saying brachas with kavana and a hakar, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Bairi Oilam, the ultimate provider. That brought about to the end of the Magaifa. And we'll say a hundred brachas every day. Women don't put on tefillin or tzitzis. Our eating habits have changed, making the cheshben sometimes difficult to reach. But surely with everyone home, everyone davening at home, one can say amen to many, many brachas, even if that actual bracha they don't say. That will bring us back to v'ha'aretz nasan levnei adam. And one more point in regard to brachas. My son-in-law showed me a berhetiv in Simon Kuf Pehei. He brings from the Sefer HaChinachim from a Kabbalah Sefer that in Birchas HaMazah in all of the Oisiyos from Aleph to Tav are found except for the end of Fei, Fei Sophis. Why is that, says the berhetiv? Because anyone who says Birchas Hamozin with Kavona is protected from Af and Ketzef, different forms of anger from the Rabbeinu Shalolim. The Berhetev continues that a medactic, someone who's careful, says it from a Sefer and doesn't say Birchas Hamozin Balpeh. Rav Meilich Biedemin says over that a Talmud of Rav Meir Shapiro said over the following. When he was in elementary school, Rav Meir Shapiro came to Feher the boys. And he told them this berhetiv about benching with kavona and benching from a bencher. This Talmud decided to take it upon himself to, daven with kav- to say benching with kavona. And then came World War II. He was about 17 years old and he was taken by the Germans. And the Germans said to a group of Yidden, any of you have talents, skills, what can you do? And he, for no reason at all, said, I could work in a kitchen. I can cook. And they accepted that. He had never cooked in his life. And they brought him into the kitchen, and he doesn't know how, but one of the Germans there helped him with cooking and showed him how to cook. And he was able to eat. Unbelievable. But it doesn't end there. One day, some Germans got angry at him. And they took him outside. They gave him a little shovel and they said, here, dig a hole six feet deep. And they gave him the dimensions. Six feet deep with this and you have one hour to dig it. You don't dig the hole, you're being shot. Impossible. He had a small little shovel. It was impossible to dig a hole six feet deep. And he's trying to dig a little bit. And after about a half hour... A jeep of Germans drives by 
and they see this little, uh, this teenager trying to dig a hole with a little shovel, and they're laughing at him and then making fun of him, and they decide to throw things at him. What they have on their little jeep? Vegetables, assorted vegetables. So they start throwing assorted vegetables at him, and they're laughing and having the time of their life, and they drove off. He was stunned. He took the vegetables. He piled them in one big pile, and he continued to dig because the clock was ticking. About 10 minutes later, a Japanese jeep drove by. They had just come back from some fighting. They were famished. They said, hey, what's that? What are those vegetables? We want them. And Nadir came to him. The Rabbi put into his mind. He said, if you dig a hole six feet deep in the next 15 minutes, you can take all of it. They had some, trouble. They had some tools on their jeep. They came out. They, dig, they dug the hole, and they took the vegetables, and they drove off. At the 60-minute mark, the Germans came, and they said, Who dug this hole? Your God is so powerful. And he was saved. And he said throughout his life, he was always seeing Siata Deshmai when it came to Parnosa and when it came to his feeding his mishpacha. That's the Kayach of Benching B'Kavana. Rav Daniel Neustadt Rav Daniel Neustadt Shlita pointed out that in Parsha Zekev, that's where it says, V'yachalta v'savata v'erachta. And over there the Torah continues, Hishamalacha pentishkach es Hashem alekecha. Don't forget about the Rabbi Nishalolam, Levilti shmar mitzvaysav v'mishpata v'chukaysav. Don't forget about keeping the Torah, pentechal v'savata, you're going to eat and you're going to feel satiated. U'batam toivim tivne v'yashavta. And things are going to be plentiful for you. You're going to become haughty. You're going to become balei gaiva. Rabbi say, if there's benching, then we don't save the Ram Levavecha. If there's benching, there's a hakara of the Rabbi Nishalolam. We'll say brachis. And we make it, it's all from the Rabbi Nishalolam. Then the Rabbi Nishalolam says, Let's be mechazik in our amiras brachis and birchas hamozn as a schus for us and for all of Klal Yisrael and merit seeing Yeshua Hashem keheref ayin with the removal of this terrible virus. Kol tov.